0: Let's do this together. Hello, beautiful. It's been a while since I have done a live here on IG and in like on TikTok and we're recording for the podcast. Um, There was one really uh, main topic I wanted to talk about today, but I got this um, really much needed message from one of my followers today that... um, yeah, I really needed, you know, sometimes in life, we go through these like ups and downs and like confidence and not confidence. And it's really weird. I know this might sound weird. And hopefully you can relate to it, though. My infertility journey, I take and uh, look back on all the time to help me through the hard times that I have in normal life. Uh, because, even when you are done with your journey and life still happens, right? Like shit still happens. So I um, am now grateful for my journey because I can apply uh, all the lessons that I had to learn along the way and am continuing to still learn to this day. But um, I've been at a place with my um, content here on social media and just feeling a little bit nervous, you know, the bigger your platform gets, and maybe the more uh, brash you are about, about things, um, obviously, you're going to get some backlash, you know, which is good, I think, in a way, like I don't ever block people or have screaming matches, I think every opinion is valid. And important like we need to be discussing every single different angle um, of a problem right like that's how you come up with the best solutions and uh, especially with fertility the solution isn't the same for everyone so everyone's opinion matters and um but it's still really hard to like get up here and like showcase your your thoughts, your beliefs, your scientific research. Um, because, yeah, people people are mad. But I got this message today, and um, it was much needed. So I'm going to read it to you guys. It says, hi, I just wanted to thank you for showing me something new. I had five early miscarriages in the last four years. According to the test, everything was normal. And each time, there was a different reason for the miscarriage. Um, you know, chromosome problems. Um, one, they didn't know what the issue was the last miscarriage I had on February 21st. Um, and it was so heartbreaking, all of them I had naturally, but then my OBGYN told me, let's try IVF and choose a healthy embryo because this is what's really recommended for women. Right. Um, I tried the IVF, which didn't work. I was devastated, gained a couple pounds, and decided to choose the diet you recommended for losing weight and also to see if it would help. She drank lots of water. She went gluten-free. She rested well, very light exercise. And she did this for just one month, a month and a half. And then she missed her period. She's now 27 weeks pregnant with her healthy rainbow baby boy, and I can't wait to hold him. And she even sent me the most beautiful sonogram of him. But this is the the next part of the message is what's like so important to me. She said, I'm a healthcare professional and even her IG um, pick is her in her medical field. Um, I've been in this job for 18 years. And I was so disappointed that I could not find a solution for myself. So keep up the good job, lady. Being doc- detoxified is the key to a successful presidency for all those who don't have physiological issues. So obviously, we're talking about those who um, have real, diagnosed medical issues that need, you know, the support of IVF, which could be a physical reason or you know um, a genetic reason. But for a lot of us going through infertility and following the traditional medical model, I mean, 18 years, and she must have been so frustrated because she is a woman of science. She knows a lot about the body. She knows a lot about the medical system. She knows she, you know, you feel like, you know, so when, especially when you're dealing with this and none of your colleagues around you can help explain it or help you get through this. Um, it could be so frustrating. And I think the importance here is that we build our team around us and we find what works for us. I'm not against modern medicine. I'm not against, you know, technology and the field. But what am I against is the, the um, kind of, well, that's not science. Well, that's not proven. Um, that's a bunch of woo-woo type of, um, reactions when we're literally talking about getting back to nature, getting back to, to how we were created. I don't want to say like normal because I don't believe there's a normal, but, you know, really, um, looking at the body as a whole, as a one. And when you're having fertility issues, for the most part, especially if it's unexplained or, um, I mean, even if you have PCOS or endometriosis or thyroid issues, these things are all symptoms of your body not working as one. And the way that you're genetically set up is now expressing, hey, I'm not happy in a fertility way you know, with either low A quality, um, lining issues, you know, lots of different ways that your fertility can be affected um, because there's so much inflammation going on throughout your whole body or especially within your gut. I'm so over the moon for her um, that she was willing to step outside of that box. Um, because I know for some of us who have no medical background, um, and I mean, I guess she did it too, like out of just pure desperation out of just like, well, nothing else is working. So why don't I just try this? What do I have to lose? The time's going to pass anyways, everything I've been doing before hasn't been working. So there's nothing to lose, right? You literally have nothing to lose. And in her case, um, it happened very quickly. And I know that's not going to be the case for everyone. It was not the case for me. (laughs) I could not change my diet for a month and a half and then get pregnant. Um, But I have had clients who literally um, have already been working on their diet. We tweak it a little and you know, the main thing here, she talked about, she rested well, she got her exercise under control. Um, she was doing lots of different things. It doesn't, it's not always just about the diet, even though the diet is one of the, the top ingredients to all of these things. Um, so I wanted to come on because I have a one-to-one client almost exactly like her, who is dealing with reoccurring miscarriages. And um, she is on an amazing diet. She's already worked with a functional medicine practitioner. And what I'm seeing when I'm running these gut health tests now is that all of them come in, no matter if you're on a crappy diet or an amazing diet and you're trying, you know, let's say you're doing all the wrong things or you're doing all the right things. All of them are coming in with a low keystone environment. And this is really essential to everything else that your gut controls, your hormones, your moods. It's not just about eat something and then poop, right? Like it, it's so much more complicated than that. Um, and your gut runs everything. And so um When you feel like you are trying to do everything right or you you are doing everything right and things aren't working, the one thing that I'm noticing is the variety of diet. So variety is absolutely the most important thing other than finding your food intolerances. Of course, that has to be your first thing. Get those foods that you are intolerant out. And then what we focus on is bringing in a wide variety of food. So um, I'm seeing especially a lot of people who go autoimmune because they have um, either decided to do it for 30 days um, to help really decrease the inflammation. This is kind of the rage right now, autoimmune, Um, or they know. And so this is what I guide you through. I I personally believe that um, you have to have a reason to go long-term on autoimmune paleo diet because it is such a restrictive diet. And even after kind of long-term, let's say three to six months, you want to start reintroducing as much as possible back in. Uh, Once again, it it really just comes down to finding your inflammatory foods. But sometimes when we are dealing with thyroid issues or reoccurring miscarriages or we're not getting pregnant at all um, and we're just still dealing with all these issues, um, we're scared. We're scared to reintroduce these foods again because we feel like maybe that's the issue. Where in a lot of the case, um, it's not. Uh, I personally, what I've seen in in my my coaching practice is that it comes down to your mental and emotional health. So you have the diet, the diet is fine, but it's actually not that fine because you aren't bringing in a wide variety of food. So in the formula, and when I work one-to-one with clients, you fill out a diary. So you have a week of food and you can easily do this. And you be really honest and you write down everything that you eat. And what you do is you go over it with a fine comb or a fine tooth comb and um, see how many vegetables, how many different vegetables you actually ate. How many if you're eating meat and fish, how many different um, meats and fish have you eaten? And then you can be really honest with yourself. A lot of people are around like 10 different vegetables, maybe pushing 15, but they're the like um they're the same every week in out. Carrot, broccoli, um, you know, maybe a bit of onion, um, you know, the the basics, the ones that you have in your store year round, right? um so it's really really important to focus on all the amazing food that's out there that you're not eating and bring that into your diet um if you have access to a local um, market, that's the best way because you can get kind of smaller packages. It seems like going to the grocery store, like you have to buy loads of um, like a certain thing. And sometimes you you know just throw it out because you don't know what to do with it. Um, so that's a really good way. The other thing too, is try not to get too much in one week. Um, so I always suggest... You know, having your basic 10 to 15 vegetables and then each week try to pick five different ones to bring into your diet and rotate that through the months that you're doing this. So it's not like you're so overwhelmed that you have to get 20 different vegetables in all the same time. You know, if you have your staples and then um, start bringing in the ones that you've never eaten or you've never even heard of. And within my programs, there's an on the table food list. And this is really important to shift your focus that there are so many foods out there available to you. It just doesn't feel like it when you change your diet, because um, like 95% of the grocery store are foods that most people, they have the top top five most common food intolerances. So your corn, your soy, your dairy, your gluten, and high excess sugar. So when you're doing this, you kind of feel like at a loss at first. But um, the more you do it, the better you get at it. But you really have to keep up that variety to keep that gut microbiome healthy and feed those key species, um, because they are the ones controlling everything else happening in your gut. So you really, really, that is like my top tip for everyone out there who maybe is feeling, you know, isn't this beautiful woman who got to do it for a month and a half and change things up, um, is to keep up that variety in, in your diet. Um, And trust your, trust your instincts, trust your gut. You know, Um, if, if your doctors, I mean, I have not had one client that has not been pushed towards IVF to fix their fertility. And um, this is not a bash on IVF. I have an IVF baby. I've been through the process twice. I've had three frozen embryo transfers. But what I say to my clients and what I'm going to say to you today is if egg is meeting sperm, that's that's what IVF does, right? IVF gets the egg, it gets the sperm, it puts it together. We know we now have embryos. You can go a step further and test those embryos. Everything after that your body still has to do. Yes, you can use hormone supplementation and most for the most part you do during IVF, but uh, your body still has to do an incredibly large amount of work. So if it's struggling to do that in the first place, um, it's a lot likely going to trickle into that IVF process. And especially if you don't make any type of changes before your IVF and say if it is an egg quality issue, IVF isn't going to fix that for you. It's going to expose it. Like it exposed it for me. Like that's what IVF did for us. It exposed like, hey, you're 30 years old. You might not technically have any health issues, but you are making really crappy eggs. And uh, so therefore your embryo quality was rubbish. Um, so that's um, what IVF can do for you. So no matter if you want to do IVF or feel like maybe IVF is a last, you know, your last chance, your last resort, or maybe you're feeling the pressure because of your age, um, I still highly recommend, and I always say this, it's not three months from when you start your diet and lifestyle changes. It's really three months when you feel confident about your diet and lifestyle changes. Um, You know, like this beautiful woman, yes, it could happen way before that three months. But for a lot of us who are still dealing with this, even months and months after changing our diet and our lifestyle, um, it's really when you feel confident that your body um, is feeling better within itself. And that's what we focus on, your normal health issues, your mood your skin your gut your stools when you focus on those things and you see those things improve then you can start feeling confident about improving your egg quality so it takes a bit of time um it doesn't necessarily have to um but for a lot of us it's gonna be more than just a month and a half or a few months but um so i I'm super excited. Thank you so much for sending me this message. Honestly, um, I'm so excited for you. Um, I feel like I I could just burst for you. And yeah, just everyone out there, this is like a true testament that if you are willing, if you take in that information, if you find what's right for you, you literally um, can do this. It is possible. Um, and like, and like this beautiful woman, you literally don't have to pay anyone. (laughs) You could buy a few books. You can, you know, the courses and the, all the coaching and stuff is out there for those who feel like they need it. Um, I know that I needed it. I needed the guidance and the support. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. And I hope that the tip about having the variety in your diet um, has helped anyone who is struggling, like, hey, I've been on this diet a really long time, and I'm still not seeing the results that I want, i.e. a healthy pregnancy, a live birth, that is your ultimate goal. So get that variety. And that is going to be, you know, very key lower Lower the inflammation and then start the abundance. Sometimes we have to rebuild our gut health from scratch, and that's why looking and doing the testing is key because then we know what supplementation we can support you with. Um, because yeah, doing it doing it just by food sometimes can take a little bit a little bit longer. But for a lot of us, you know, we have been. Um, You know, on a lot of courses of antibiotics, um, a lot of over-the-counter medication that we don't realize. For me, I didn't realize I had an intolerance to ibuprofen, um, and that was absolutely destroying my gut. So there's lots of different things, the environmental toxins, uh, the stress overload, so many things to um, sidetrack your gut health, but it is essential um, for everything, really but especially your fertility. So thank you so much for joining me live here. Um, I will be posting this to my stories, this message. It's so amazing. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day. Bye.